Vacation starts with VA. One thing you'll love about your trip to Virginia is that you'll never have to settle for one thing. All that you love is all in one trip. Start yours at virginia.org. Star Wars 7x7 episode 515. Today we are coming at you from the Stratosphere Casino and Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada for the first of two episodes here. And we're talking about the Force Awakens TV spot they debuted over the Thanksgiving weekend. Breaking it down for you. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, I'm Amy Rackliff from Full of Sith, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod, and as I said at the top, coming at you live from the Stratosphere Casino and Hotel. You can possibly hear some of the gambling stuff happening in the background. Slot machines are very noisy, <laughs> as it turns out. They don't they don't stop making noise all day and all night. <laughs> but we have uh, decamped from our Malibu location, and we'll be doing two episodes here from the Stratosphere before we are back home in our central New Hampshire offices. All right, but enough about our travel plans. <laughs> Let's talk about the Force Awakens TV spot. A minute-long one, pretty awesome. And it starts off with a bang. Now, we get a couple of things that are placed sort of into context, I would think, because of one new shot. We get the voiceover, of course, from Supreme Leader Snoke saying, there's been an awakening, have you felt it? And remember the scenes that we saw of General Hux looking out over all the troops, all the Force Order troopers and officers and whatnot, and another shot previously that we've seen of Kylo Ren in some sort of observation post, looking out and seeing, you know, bright red blast of something. Well, it's interesting that those two shots show up right together because in that shot where Hux is addressing all the troopers, it doesn't seem like Kylo Ren is anywhere in that group of people that are up on the platform. And it would make sense if he is in some observation post at the same time, because now we get a new scene where the sky turns brutally red behind where all the troopers are. And it makes me wonder if this is an actual firing of the Starkiller-based weapon that's happening. And, gosh, I can't say I'd want to be a trooper standing there if that thing was going off. It doesn't seem like the safest place to be. But I guess, you know, you join the Forced Order and, uh, you know, that's the sort of thing that you're signing up for to risk, you know? So it does seem that those scenes are a possible introduction by General Hux of the Starkiller-based weapon. Maybe this is being used for the first time. I mean, it would certainly warrant a giant assembly like that and maybe some conversation about the glory of the First Order and whatnot, and uh, then the firing of the weapon. Of course, the big question is, at what is it being fired? And we don't yet know the answer to that. So that happens, right? And yeah, we mentioned the voiceover of Snoko, and there's been an awakening. Have you felt it? And it seems like we get the answer to it, which is right here in the audio clip, along with Snoke's follow-up. Yes, even you have never faced such a test. And it's time. 
All right, this is a juicy one. Even you have not faced such a test. Uh, this actually opens up a lot of doors. First of all, on the relationship with Snoke and Kylo Ren. I mean, Snoke obviously has some experience with Kylo Ren to be able to comment on what he has or hasn't been through, either as a Knight of Ren and or as a burgeoning Sith, perhaps? And what about Kylo Ren's experiences anyway? I mean, <laughs> all right. You know, the movie's called The Force Awakens, after all, and Snoke is saying there's been an awakening. If that quote comes right on the heels of it, with him never having faced such a test, does it make you think that whatever Kylo Ren has dealt with before has had nothing to do with Force-related uh, interests, behaviors, uh, people, or anything like that? Or could it be the other way? Could it be that Kylo Ren has had some experience dealing with uh, Force-sensitive folks or Force users, but nothing like the ability or level that is awakening, according to Snoke? And perhaps maybe even nothing that Snoke has seen before. And i got to say, with all the stuff that's been coming out, I know some people are getting overwhelmed by the amount of information that's been coming out over the last couple of weeks. And yet, on the other hand, I think they're really doing a good job with it in terms of still keeping things vague, still giving us new little tidbits, and yet it's not really enlightening anything. It's just raising more questions than it's answering, actually. We also get a couple of quick new shots, one of them being stormtroopers coming off of a shuttle firing like mad, and another one with Kylo Ren walking off his command shuttle, cool as a cucumber, and those are also happening on Jakku. Then, after the whole bit with Snoke and you haven't faced a test like this and so on and so forth, you get a bit of voiceover from Poe Dameron. All teams, give it everything you got! And this is delivered, like, if you look in the background, like, through his cockpit glass, it looks like he's in space. And this is something that we haven't yet seen, that we have X-Wing fighters in space. All of our X-Wing action has been in atmosphere so far. But immediately after that shot, we do see them flying around above Starkiller Base. And there is a new shot of the action out of a cockpit window and an X-Wing getting hit by a missile, which is pretty awesome footage. It's a pretty terrific special effect. And then we get the Finn thing, you don't know what I've seen, and we all need to run line that we've seen in a previous trailer, and we get some images that we've already seen, of course, Han and Finn and etc., etc. We do get one new item, and it comes right after Han is stumbling out of the rubble in Takanana and firing his blaster. And right after that, there's a First Order riot control trooper, and possibly the one that Finn is fighting, but Finn is not in this shot. And he takes a blaster bolt and flips over, knocked down. Like, flips over, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've never seen a blaster bolt... <laughs> knock somebody like that. So on the one hand, it made me think that he was hit by an X-Wing and not by a Han's blaster fire, but then again, it is 30 years later. Maybe blasters are more powerful, or maybe he just had his dialed up somehow. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, that riot control trooper gets taken out with authority. And we also get a brief shot of an X-Wing on a strafing run, and something big is exploding behind it. And it's hard to tell from the shot because it's so tight in comparatively that we don't know if it is happening in space or planet side. Maybe it's in the trench that we've seen from far above at Starkiller Base, or maybe it's happening with a Star Destroyer and the X-Wing is flying right nearby one of the sides of it, but there's a good-sized explosion happening. Um, 
and I'm assuming that it is imperial or uh, first orderish in nature. Maybe it isn't, but it does certainly look like the case. Like there's something. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't have, say, the Mon Calamari sort of organic feel to what's being exploded. It looks much, you know, harder and edgier by comparison. All right, so let's break down the other quick cuts that we see that are new. One of them is of Finn looking up at the sky and screaming. We don't know what he's screaming. It looks like it could be a no or something like that because it doesn't look like his lips are moving in multiple syllables or anything like that. But he's looking skyward and screaming, and that, to me, does not bode well at all. It means something very bad is happening that he's looking up at the sky about. We also get a growl from Chewie, which is always fun. And then we get a couple of quick shots of the X-Wings above Starkiller Base that are really intriguing. It's one from behind them as they are turning and soaring up towards space. And if you pause it really quick, it looks like you can see explosions happening in the very lower part of the frame. And then it immediately cuts to a shot of... Poe Dameron from outside of his cockpit looking down towards our killer base as his and a number of other X-Wings are flying up presumably flying up into space they are retreating it looks like whether they are retreating successfully or not remains to be seen there are no TIE fighters or other ships chasing them in the scene so that seems to suggest that that whatever's happening for them is a good thing because they're not being chased away by any uh, any enemy fire or anything like that. And considering the X-Wing that we saw earlier in the clip flying by in a giant explosion, it's making me wonder what kind of damage they're able to inflict upon Starkiller Base, and possibly it's some really significant damage. Now, in an interview, J.J. Abrams has said that in the movie it is actually acknowledged that there was a Death Star and that this is different from the Death Star in terms of whatever it's capable of or whatever the reasons were for building it or for doing something different from the Death Star. But, of course, it's still vague at this point how that's actually drawn out. But I would love to know what your opinion is in terms of would you want to see Starkiller Base destroyed in The Force Awakens? I mean, we have the Death Star being destroyed in Star Wars, and, you know, it gets to <laughs> do its damage once, and then the the Rebels destroy it. And in Return of the Jedi, Death Star 2 is there and gets to shoot a couple of capital ships, and then it's destroyed. So wouldn't it be interesting if this time, if the Resistance goes after Starkiller Base, if it does not actually get blown up and it survives into a second movie? I think that would be kind of a remarkable thing and certainly a, a twist of difference. You know, instead of it echoing what Star Wars stuff is happening, it being, you know, oh, this is different, you know. So chime in in the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com and let us know if you want to see Starkiller Base blown up in The Force Awakens or if you'd like to see it survive to have an effect on Episode 8. Hey, Rebel Rouser. If you've got a business that you need to get in front of a bunch of Star Wars fans, then I've got an idea for you. I'm looking for a sponsor to get the entire Star Wars 7x7 team over to London for Star Wars Celebration Europe next July. And we get a ton of exposure when we do Star Wars Celebration podcasts. Not just the regular episodes, but the bonus stuff, and all the in-person stuff too, not to mention all the live streaming video we do. So if that's something of interest to you, then reach out via the contact form at SW7x7.com and let's talk. Alright, let's take care of your trivia question here. 
Last time we asked you what planet became little more than a ragged asteroid field, and that was Alderaan. Today's question, what's Princess Leia's last line in Star Wars, a.k.a. A New Hope? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you take a blind shot at a Sarlacc tentacle, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a little higher, it's Destiny Unleashed. podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Vacation starts with VA. Whether you're feeling beachy, mountainy, or every E in between, you'll find all that you love all in one trip to Virginia. Start yours at virginia.org.